good to see you folks. Everything's up and running this morning. Having a few little technical difficulties. Morning, Kevin. How are you, mate? Good to see you. Thanks for joining. Got a few uh, on uh, on now, but uh, while things warm up and the old uh, Facebook uh, gets going, the YouTube gets going, do the quick intros. Welcome to Wealth Coffee Chat, folks. If, uh, if you're new, Alex is not new, though. Good morning, Alex. Great to see you again, mate. Hope you're surviving up there on Cairns. It's cooled down a little bit, hasn't it? It's cooled down. Not so, uh, not so crazy. Uh, welcome to the show. Wealth Coffee Chats, folks. Been doing this for a couple of years now, maybe three years. I think this is the third year of the show. A morning get-together for uh, our clients, our customers, uh, and uh, also mad keen property investors like you and Luke, mad keen property investor indeed. Um, <clears throat> we get to hang out in the mornings, talk about what's going on out there in the world of property investing, share some strategies, some tips, some techniques, uh, some opinions, uh, some market movements, whatever is going on. Plenty happening. Uh, but uh, this week, last week, I thought we might dive into getting ready for the year or maybe resetting some of our thoughts as investors. Some of you are new uh, seasoned, wherever you're at, it's always great to sort of take a little, uh, take stock of where you're at and what your goals are and what we're doing and what we're up to. So welcome along. Great to see you. Uh, yeah, if you didn't already know, Jason with my name. There it is on the screen. It says so right there. If you are new, let us know in the chat. Where are you? Where are you in Australia? What are you up to? Share a little bit of the uh, the conversation, but uh, let's get on with it this morning because um, you know I've got a I've got a few things that uh, I want to maybe jump into this morning. We've been sharing um, over the last week and a bit, and if you're sort of joining us today and you haven't seen the other four or five lives that we've done, go track them down. They'll be in either the Facebook group or the um, uh, the YouTube channel, and um, you'll see them. But what we've done. Folks, what we've done is we've been uh, systematically going through, you know, a bit of a check-in. Where are you now? If it's brand new, you're starting out, or you're an, uh, an experienced investor, where do you want to be? Know your numbers, how far, you know, how many properties, you know, where are you in the, in the scheme of things? Where are you in the momentum of it all? Uh, morning, Sonia. Good to see you. You know, where are you, uh, where are you in your journey? What do you need to do to keep going? Is there anything holding you back? You know, is it uh, right now? For most people, it's, uh, it's probably finance. You know, for finance, buying and servicing, been a bit of a tough gig for the last sort of 12 months to unlock equity, to get our borrowing power going. Don't despair, folks. Don't despair. Uh, it uh, will not stay that way forever. Won't stay that way forever. So uh, this is the ebb and flow of finance and real estate and, uh, you know, you try, you've got to try and get your mojo uh, on and keep it going so, you know, you can uh, you can make sure you get, uh, get what you need to get done, ladies and gents, folks, you know, and where are you at, you know, what uh, gap in knowledge, uh, information uh, do you have right now and, uh, you know, how you feel about that? Have you got your team in place, the right people? to help you achieve what you need to achieve. So that's what we've been sort of going through, team. That's hopefully catching you up just quickly 
on uh, the last sort of week and a bit. But today, I want to talk about um, the idea of how do you, you know, we know kind of, hey, we've checked in, we know we need to get five or six properties in our portfolio, that's your goal, or, or, or a version of that, it might be four, it might be eight, whatever you're looking at, and then how do we, how do we, how do we get to the nitty gritty of uh, your portfolio, right? It, you know you, you need to buy some assets and part of your asset accumulation is going to be some real estate. What type of real estate? Where would you buy it? Um, how, what are you going to go? What, what, what type of property are you going to talk about? So let's, uh, let's dive into that conversation today. That's kind of the, the, the bibs and bobs of today's chat, folks. So uh, hang in there. Could you could join us? Uh, and let's have a look at um, my wonderful map of Australia. A few of you have seen this before. Um, but um, morning, morning, Fritz, Sonia, you're in the house too. Uh, I can see it. So first things first, uh, big picture, let's zoom out and then we'll sort of zoom in to the, the style of what are we doing. Number one is the idea of... Um, most of us, we have a conversation of it's a buy and hold, uh, a buy and hold, folks, a buy and hold portfolio to begin with. We purchase some properties. <laughs> you might be right, Sonia. <laughs> you purchase some properties and you want to own them, some good quality properties over the long period. Now, ownership, um, how can we make sure? Morning, Catherine. Good to see you. Um, you know, how can we make sure we get the most efficiency out of that and sort of there's some ideas to uh, this strategy, this conversation, uh, diversification. Diversification, that says, I don't know how to spell it all correctly, but, uh, you know, you get the drill, right? What do you mean diversification? Well, ladies and gents, folks, there's a few ways to diversify. There's diversify in location, there's diversify in property type, um, and there's diversify in income type. And, I, and there's kind of like a matrix they, they can overlap, okay, overlap. So diversification, what do I mean by location? The reason we talk about diversifying across different locations in Australia, uh, chuck that out there for me. Maybe some of you already know this, but what's the main reason uh, in uh, in Australia, that let's say if you were to buy, if you said, all right, I'm going to buy six properties and you bought all six, let's say, in Queensland, uh, what are some of the things that uh, are a challenge for you buying only in Queensland? Yep, land tax, exactly. So there's a couple of things. It uh, depends on uh, how much you can afford to uh, borrow and purchase at. So your price point might be an issue. You live in Sydney. And you're thinking, all right, I'm going to buy six properties in Sydney. Well, can you do that? Well, maybe you can't. Maybe maybe you can't afford that because the average price of a house in Sydney is like $1.1 million, right? So we talk about this. But efficiency, land tax. If you own six properties in Queensland, you're probably going to be paying between ten dollars and $20,000 a year in land tax, folks. Uh, so, but if you bought, let's say, two here and, and two here and two there, then you'd be paying close to no land tax, ladies and gents, especially in the beginning. 
Later on, as your property values rise, then land tax becomes more payable. But how can you minimise land tax? This is one of the interesting things uh, I've talked about plenty of time. I hear uh, a lot of unsophisticated commentary around oh, units aren't as good as houses. And I think that's complete and absolute rubbish. They're both fantastic as long as you understand what to expect from each of them. But one of the values of land tax, uh, of apartments, is you can have a very, very uh, expensive apartment, let's say a $2 million apartment, and the land tax bill is this compared to a $2 million house when the land tax bill is this. Now, go and do the math on your cash flow uh, and other things, folks, then, you know, you, you weigh it up. And uh, location, and I'm, I own houses, I own apartments, I own townhouses. I own little development sites. Like I, I, I do it all. I own commercial property. Uh, but, you know, it's a stupid argument to say one's better than the other. People who say that don't understand the ideas that can be applied. So let's say we did that, diversification. So number one, we want to manage our land tax. It's an expense that is... I think ridiculous um, and stupid. Let's let's say, um, yeah, insurance can be a real issue for sure, um, Alex. Especially in the north, right? Uh, the cyclone insurance and all that sort of stuff. That's another bloody thing. Uh, don't get me started on those insurers who are absolute scammers, as far as I'm concerned. But uh, anyway, let's uh, stick on track. Stay on track today, Jason. Uh, land tax, folks. You know, let's do that. What? Why else? Well, um, capital growth, right? Because not every state grows at the same time. Right now, folks, it, who who came along to um, Dr. Andrew Wilson the other night? What's the number one state at the moment, or let's say city that's growing in value? It's it's got the fastest capital growth right now, and it has done last year. Which was the state that grew the fastest, folks? Can you guys remember what Dr. Andrew Wilson said? Chuck it in the chat for me. You know, which state got the most growth, right? Um, and it was Perth. Uh, it was WA. So Western Australia has had the best capital growth um, and the best rent growth, by the way, as a percentage. You know, Brisbane's done well. You know, Sydney's gone flat and Melbourne's gone flat, right? So as in, yep, guessing WA, Perth, yep. Queensland is number two. Look, uh, for sure, so it's right in there. So if you had a diversified portfolio and let's say, um, you know, you really went for it and you had sort of, you know, two in Queensland and two in New South Wales and two in Victoria and two in WA, well, you know, your Western Australian properties are growing in value. What does that mean for you? Well, your ability to buy and your ability to continue to borrow um, is then uh, always there. You know, if you only had one, let's say you had everything in in uh, Melbourne or Victoria, well, your growth might be going sideways and you can't unlock the equity <clears throat> and you want to buy in Queensland and WA, et cetera. So capital growth is really important to be able to continue to move forward and each of the states have different growth periods and different growth spurts at different times and different types of property grow at different speeds in those um States and, and and cities as well, folks. So you know this is the kind of conversation, a diversification, um, as we go along. And what else do we want to 
Why is diversification um, good? Because it allows you to buy based on your dollars, okay? So, you know, um, like I said before, in Sydney, if you had a $700,000 budget, well, you might only be buying in the city uh, a small apartment. If you took that budget to um, Queensland or Victoria um, or Western Australia, $700,000 might get you a house on the on the city in the city ring, you know, that 25 to 35k away, right? So you might you might choose a house instead of a one-bedroom apartment in Sydney, okay, for your budget. So it allows some of that stuff. Really important to get down pat, right? Because you know, in my world, I like the idea of um, diversification. Sam calls it the five cities strategy. Okay, he likes the five city strategy. But it's simple, you know, it's like, all right, let's get one in southeast Queensland, anywhere from Gold Coast to, to Brisbane to Sunny Coast, you know, it's kind of like in that Queensland corridor. You know, let's get one in New South Wales. Sometimes the price point in New South Wales is a bit difficult, but, you know, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're doing something amazing right now for those who are in, um, those who are in our mentoring and coaching program. If you're not... You're not on this Gosford thing um, today, folks. Gee, go and have a look and talk to your coach and your PC. Launching today, it's an absolute cracker, right? You know, you might get something in the in the Central Coast or, or something like that. Still New South Wales, still diversification, still capital growth, etc. You know, in Victoria, really well priced. You know, so you might start you might start with that as part of your portfolio building. All right, and stick to your plan. Stick to your plan, folks, as you go. So. Big picture, diversification is important. <clears throat> then we drill into, um, into, let's say in, uh, let's say for example in New South Wales, you know, what are we looking at? How do we choose um, in here? You know, um, how do we make some decisions on our purchases? All of us, every single one of us, are restricted by our buying power. And serviceability. What does that mean? It means the lenders, the people you borrow money from, dictate uh, the maximum amount you can borrow. And uh, you know, if you had seven hundred thousand um, dollars of total purchasing power, um, you're dead right, Jeff. You're dead bloody right. Go yeah, and have a look at the construction costs at the moment. Um, yeah. So uh, you know, seven hundred k. If you if that's your buying power, then, you know, you're drilling into the different cities, you know, what could you buy? You know, 700K, let's say in, let's say in Brisbane, Brisbane can get you a house, you know, 35K from the CBD, right? Now, if you go to Sydney, if you go to Sydney, folks, how far from the CBD can you get a house to 700K? Anyone know? 700k house, well, you're probably 100k from the CBD of Sydney, and it's probably not even Sydney for crying out loud. You know, you're probably you're probably cities and cities and cities and cities away um, uh, in in reality, right? And uh, you know, Melbourne, um, you know, right now actually has some excellent value in that house land, um, house world. Um, you know, 35k ish as well, depending on where you are, right? So that's kind of a house, right? Um, 
then, and then have a look, you know, how far from Sydney are you going to get a townhouse around 700K? Well, you're probably still, you know, a long way away. A unit or apartment for 700. We did something amazing in Blacktown um, uh, last year in Sydney. It was really well priced. You could get 700 grand two bedders, really nicely done, you know, and that's sort of, I think that's 30 or 40K away from the CBD. Okay. So if there's distance, team, um, and this is kind of putting your strategy together, you're thinking, all right, well, I've got a certain amount of capacity. I can buy. I'm going to choose, let's say, you know, I'm going to choose Brisbane, um, you know, uh, and then, you know, what type of deal am I going to buy? You still can get that kind of, you know, 10 to 15K um, part four uh, apartments. But, you know, that's getting so much more difficult no matter where you are in Australia because of the cost of construction. Um, the townhouses um, are brilliant. You know, that 15 to 25K radius, certainly in Brisbane, the townhouse world is really like super good value at the moment. It's kind of really sort of landing in the right spots, right? So this is what you do. You kind of go, okay, now here's the other thing. It doesn't have to always be, you know, the CBD, CBD, right? We call this the proximity of profit, right, the pop. Proximity of profit. How close do you want to be to a certain thing? Right, I'll just put the CBD there just as a reference because it's regular. But what other things would you want to be close to, folks? What in Australian real estate drives value, right? Drives value. What are those four or five other things that if you can get close to them are super valuable? It, it, it enhances the capital growth. It enhances the rental um, and so on. Um, chuck it in the chat for me if you want. Um, but, you know, number one, <laughs> water or water views, beach, um, yeah, the beach, um, et cetera, et cetera. Infrastructure, right? So transport, jobs, train lines, you know, education, hospitals, you know. Um, I'd call it sort of, you know, infrastructure and, um, you know, um, yeah, you know what I'm saying, infrastructure, where, where you can be close to, you know, employment hubs and, and things like that. You don't have, you don't need a car. I mean, right now, folks, you know, the cost of petrol, the cost of bloody everything. You know, my one of my apartments in Brisbane uh, is renting. Get this, get this, one thousand eight hundred and fifty dollars a week, a week. It's insane. The the two people who live there don't need any cars, no cars. Um, they've got a gym in there, they've got a pool on the roof, like they're paying for the convenience of life, um, not living out, let's say, somewhere cheaper, but having to maintain a car, fuel, you know, all of that sort of stuff. So interesting times, interesting times, ladies and gents. So water, infrastructure, you know, um, and then it's probably infrastructure and, you know, proximity to jobs um, in that sort of space. And Sam calls it, you know, green space, um, um, oh, precincts like green, water, um, hospital, education, like those precincts, all right, um, as we go. And then um, the other one, um, Sam uh, says all the time, which is like the fourth place, right, place making. Where can you, yeah, 
about Tenerife's cracking as well. No, uh, my one's in uh, South Brizzy, Jeff, but Tenerife is, is the same with rents. Like, they're just through the roof. Um, but, um, you know, the, the fourth the fourth place, folks, you know, um, my apartment has literally across the road a massive park, a one-minute walk down to the Brisbane uh, the Brisbane River um, uh, entertainment precinct. Okay, so so the fourth the fourth space is amazing. Okay, so you, you get that kind of thing, right? So let's do a quick recap. You know, building our portfolio, thinking about the locations, the states, the the cities. Why? Because diversification. You know, land tax, capital growth. Your budget might constrain you. Um, and then let's drill in. What type of property is it a? Is it a house? Is it a townhouse? Is it an apartment? Um, and what infrastructure? What is the the proximity of the profit driver? What's going to drive the profit? What's going to try, drive the growth and the rental for you? Um, you know, why would someone be there if it's if it's if if your customer or your tenant is choosing it because it's the cheapest or it's a budget choice, your property is not going to be driven by human emotion, human wants, and profit is linked or extreme profit is linked to human wants and desires, people willing to pay more because they want something, not scrimping and saving just on the breadline to get by, okay? Uh, they're two different choices. You know, Sam calls them flight to quality um, as we go. So that's it today, folks. Tomorrow, I thought I was going to get to it today, but tomorrow we're going to look at the income profiles, the incomes, how we design our portfolio based on the income style that we want, okay, income. Uh, so make sure you join me for that one tomorrow. We're going to dive into the income strategies uh, and uh, we're going to talk about, you know, how you design them as an investor. Oh, there it is up there. I lost my mouse for a second. But anyway, folks, that's it for me today. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted. So uh, join me tomorrow if you've got some time. We can hang out and uh, do it again. Like I said, we're going to talk about income uh, design in your portfolio. So uh, tomorrow, 10 past 8. Um, that's it from me, folks. Good to see you. Thanks, Sonia. Thanks, Catherine. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Chris. Whoever's still on. Alex. Um, Away you go. Stephen Miles, housing plan. I haven't seen it yet, uh, Alex. Maybe I've been uh, missed a few of the things. If you've got an article, tag me, Alex. Um, but I'll track it down. I'll track it down for sure. Um, I'll come back with a pontification or, a, on a, or an opinionation on it um, in the next few days. All right, folks, that's it from me. Good to see you. Thanks for joining. Uh, take care. Bye for now. See you tomorrow.